Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Hey, this is uh, Dan Nunn here. Thank you for tuning into the Nun Report today. And uh, wow, yesterday was a trip. So much, uh, it's it's the first caucus and, and the fact is the people who have won the last few Iowa caucuses have not gone on to become president. So, I mean, whatever, but Trump made a historic statement by winning the Iowa caucus by over 30 points over twice what the previous record was. 12.9% was the highest margin between first and second ever. And he covered it by 30 points. He won as expected. Everybody knew he was going to win. And so my take out of that is they got exactly what they wanted. It was an overwhelming victory for Donald Trump. And I don't know how you could see it any other way. I don't know how, you know, the, the, the well, the legacy media and the leftists had transmitted, well, you know, well, 50% of the people voted against Trump. Yeah, because there's 300 other candidates in the caucus. Jesus, these people are insane. These liberals, these leftists, these loonies, these whack jobs, these complete extreme commie Democrat weirdos. They're completely insane. They, they And they, they're they exploding all over the place. I'm going to show you some clips today from MSNBC because they think they still matter. I play them for the humor factor and the fact that, uh, who's that dude? Um, who's that guy that's on there? Oh, Rachel Maddow. And I love pulling up clips of her. You know, she hates men so much, but she tries to look like one all the time. It's weird. Anyway, enjoy Reed, of course. She's got the, uh, I don't know what it is. Is it, is it, is it a black, you know, Trump haircut. She got her hair dyed all blonde. She, she, I mean, she's got TDS so bad. She's trying to look like Trump. Okay. Hey, yeah, yeah, man. Vivek Ramaswamy stud still, even in defeat, he's graceful. He is gracious. He is honorable. He is brilliant. He shocked and surprised everybody by suspending his campaign because he didn't meet expectations. He still got almost 8% of the vote for a no-name nobody coming out of nowhere that nobody had ever heard of. That is still very successful, but it didn't meet his standards. He didn't see a path forward, and so what does he do? He suspends his campaign and throws his full endorsement, support, and weight behind Donald J. Trump because the America First movement is more important than he is. And if anything, you know what did that prove about Vivek? That all along he's been saying, This isn't about me. This is about America. And he just proved that by graciously stepping aside and throwing his support and hopefully a lot of his supporters, including a very young demographic, behind Donald Trump. DeSanctis and uh, Neocon Haley couldn't be that gracious, of course, because they're not using their own money. You know, as long as their donors keep giving them money, they will stay in the race. That donorship money is going to dry up, though, if they don't perform better. It's going to dry up quickly. I predict Trump will be the Republican nominee within the next four to six weeks. I don't think that's a bold prediction. I think everybody pretty much knows that. But the media, they try to throw behind. Oh, no, no. No, it could be... Nikki Haley, man, because they love Nikki Haley. Look, make no mistake about it. The Uniparty, the deep state, the 
that the political machine and the legacy media love Nikki Haley. They would love. In fact, the reason the only reason she showed so well in in Iowa is because Democrats and independents were voting for her. It's really quite pathetic. And as I'm speaking, I'm recording. This isn't live. I, I pre-record my shows. They're live. I don't edit them. Just so you know, I don't edit out the bleepers. What you're seeing is what is recorded. But I do pre-record them and then upload them instead of doing a live stream because I, I just don't like to be stuck to a schedule. I don't want to have to be there at the same time every day, same bat channel. And as I'm recording this, Donald Trump is having his first rally in New Hampshire for the primary there. And guess who's joining him? Vivek Ramaswamy. And that is going to be huge. It's going to be huge. As it says over here on my on my poster on the wall, it's going to be huge, Trump says. And so, uh, wow, it is a, is a wild weekend because, you know, they, they kind of traded shots back and forth on X and, you know, a public space. And, um, I mean, Laura Loomer, man, she was dropping nukes all over Vivek and all of his supporters. And then all of a sudden she's, she's missed nice. She loves Vivek. Now Vivek gave her a phone call actually this morning saying, Hey, you know, thanks. I, I appreciate your loyalty to Trump and all this. And, you know, yada, yada, yada. As they say on Seinfeld, some of you are old enough to get that. Speaking of age, you know, some of you influencers who are kind of uh, pricks out there that are, uh, you know, younger or whatever. Um, you know what? I was participating in protests and rallies against Hillary's health care when you were still wearing diapers or maybe not even born. So you're not all high and mighty and know it all and whatever, man. It's, it's just uh, there's a little something that rubbed me wrong. Some of you young whippersnappers, I love your material. I love what you're doing and thank God you're doing it. But sometimes you got to remember that you weren't there first. That you weren't there. In fact, you were in your just, just, you know, teething. You might not even be in a dream in your daddy's pants. When people from my generation were out there being conservative activists. And uh, if a certain someone watches this, you'll know you'll know what I'm talking about. Anyway, um, here's the here's here's how they count ballots. I did not know this in the caucuses. Look at this. They handwrite the names on a piece of paper and drop it in a bag. Now, granted, they're only counting hundreds of ballots in each location. I think about uh, 110,000 ballots were cast in the caucus. And that's throughout the entire state. So each location, you know, eh, upwards of 500 at the most. So they can do that. But it's kind of hard to cheat that way. It's pretty cool. I didn't know they did it that way. This was the final count. And if you look at it, you had Trump. This was actually, this was 95% reporting. So it's not like uh, 100%, but it's it, it's pretty it's pretty darn close. You had uh, Trump with almost 51%. Uh, Ron DeSantis with 21.3. Nikki Haley in third, 19.1. And half of that were Democrats and independents. Vivek Ramaswamy came in with a whopping 7.7. He finished with almost a full 8%. And again, for a first-time candidate coming out who nobody had ever even heard of, um, that's pretty That's pretty impressive. There's it's certainly nothing to be ashamed of. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to show you um, kind of Vivek's uh, 
concession speech, if you will. It's weird to talk about a concession speech, but there was a there was more emphasis, it seemed like, this year on the initial Iowa caucus than, than there has been in years past. Um, and and it was it was dynamic. There's lots going on. Uh, Nikki Haley is claiming victory. Ron DeSantis is claiming victory. And Vivek is claiming, you know what? I'm claiming victory for America and I'm supporting Donald J. Trump. We're going to take a look at that endorsement. We're going to take a look at uh, kind of the tweets that went back and forth and also Donald Trump's response, because I think that's telling. But first, let's hear from Tucker Carlson what he had to say. Donald Trump won 51 percent of the vote. Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida got 21 percent. Nikki Haley got 19 percent. In other words, Donald Trump won decisively. At this point, it's hard to see how he's not the Republican nominee because he didn't just win last night. He triumphed overwhelmingly by a historic margin. Trump won the Iowa caucuses by about 30 points. That's more than double the previous record. That was set in 1988 by Bob Dole. So last night was not close. It was a shocking blowout. Trump did to Iowa what the Vikings once did to the Irish coast. Only smoldering huts remain. Chris Wallace looked like he was going to be sick. <laughs> Chris Wallace looked like he was going to be sick. I love Tar- Tucker Carlson, man. Who doesn't? I, and, you know, people are calling for him to be you know, part of the administration of the vice president. If, if uh, Trump calls on him, no, no, no. He, he is far more valuable as an independent commentator where he can't be controlled, where they're, they're, you know, he doesn't have to watch his P's and Q's. He's on his own network. He's much more valuable to the movement and to uh, conservatism in general just being exactly where he's at, okay? Um, Vivek Ramaswamy, I mean, yes, not only did he have a good showing, he also, he did a couple of other things. He was a punch in the gut and a thorn in the side to Nikki Haley. And Nikki Neocon Haley needs to not ever, ever, ever be president. The fact that the mainstream media, including CNN, is supporting her should tell you everything you need to know. Nikki Haley cannot be president. She is not a Republican or a conservative. She's a freaking globalist, neocon, Democrat. That's all she is. She's 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 not even rhino. She's not even rhino. She might call herself a Republican, but man, she is she is a flat out warmongering globalist who will do whatever the the system wants her to do, and that's why they they don't mind. They would rather have her than Donald Trump. Democrats would rather have her than Donald Trump. It goes very, very deep. And I don't think a lot of people get that. Vivek put a hurt into Nikki Haley. He brought a a, a um, dynamic to the conversation. He had people talking. He had, you know, maybe opened a few eyes. Look, yeah, America First is bigger than just one man. And for right now, it's about double Donald Trump, but in the future, it needs to be about somebody else. And it's about we the people. We the people, like my shirt says. And uh, so I'm glad that he was able to be part of the conversation. And I thought what he did by, by suspending his campaign and throwing his endorsement and his, his commitment to campaign for Donald Trump Again, it showed it showed humility. It showed honesty. It was brilliant too, because he remains relevant. And I think he can be a good ally and a powerful force in this election cycle. You know, and I hope that that prediction is true. Uh, this was 
Vivek, and I'm going to play the whole thing. It's a couple of minutes. And some of you may have seen it. Some of you didn't. Even if you have, I've watched it several times and I've liked it uh, equally as much each time. And if you, and watch his wife, Erprova is, um, I mean, she looks like she's about to cry. This was not an easy thing uh, for them to do. But as he's done his whole campaign, he did the right thing. Who came in fourth tonight? Let's hear what he has to say. He's there with his family. Not just to the Democrats, but to our own side. And not just to other campaigns and candidacies, but to ours. And so I will stick to the truth tonight. The first hard truth, and this one's hard for me. I got to admit this. But we've looked at it every which way. And I think it is true that we did not achieve the surprise that we wanted to deliver tonight. And I think that that's just a hard fact that we're going to have to accept as a campaign. And the question then is, what do we do that is right for our country? And so Porv and I, we, we actually didn't make this contingency plan before everybody told us to. We said, no, we're not doing that. But we talked about it tonight. We took a little bit of time in our apartment in Des Moines before coming here to make some hard choices. And I wanted to make a couple of announcements tonight to get the business out of the way. And then I want to tell you where we're going. As of this moment, we are going to suspend this presidential campaign. And this is going to have to be, there is no path for me to be the next president absent things that we don't want to see happen in this country. And I think that I am very worried for our country. I think we are skating on thin ice as a nation. We have done everything in our part to make and done every one of us in this room has done our part to save this country. And I am so proud of every one of you who have lifted us up, but we're a campaign founded on the truth. And so that's why we've made that decision today. And I'm also making the decision that this has to be an America first candidate in that white house. As I've said, since the beginning, there are two America first candidates in this race. And earlier tonight, I called Donald Trump to tell him that I Congratulate him on his victory. And now going forward, he will have my full endorsement for the presidency. And I think we're going to do the right thing for this country. And so I'm going to ask you to follow me in taking our America First movement to the next level. Vivek Ramaswamy suspending his campaign tonight, endorsing former President Donald Trump. And then this morning he tweeted this. And I, I, I quote tweeted it or uh, quote posted it. How, how do you say this anymore? X not Twitter. Uh, the time for insults and childish bickering is over. Now is the time to unite behind Trump, the people's choice. And I would say the people's overwhelming, obvious choice. Vivek Ramaswamy posted, this entire campaign is about speaking the truth. We did not achieve our goal tonight. And we need to, and we need an America first patriot in the White House. The people spoke loud and clear about who they want. Tonight, I'm suspending my campaign and endorsing Donald J. Trump and will do everything I can to make sure he is the next U.S. president. I am enormously proud of this team, this movement, and our country. 
So for those of you, and, and I've, I've, I've gotten several, I've shared this information, obviously, on my socials and stuff, and I've got a lot of responses back. Man, you know, you were right about Vivek. He's, he's honorable. And, you know, this action, you know, I'll get behind Vivek in 2028 if he decides to go that route. And, and I think he, he did. He, 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 he's, but see, I already, I already knew all this. I already knew he was legit and he was for real. It took him losing and conceding in the way that he did and throwing his support behind Trump for others to understand that he's, is legit. He's not joking when he says he loves this country. He's the only one up there that's really grounded in reality. I mean, and again, that's because he's spending his own money on his campaign versus DeSanctis and neocon Haley. They, uh, they're not using their own money. So they'll keep, they'll stay in the race as long as their donors will continue to give them money. But uh, the base ground in reality, the others still aren't quite there. This was Donald Trump uh, commenting on Vivek and um, Trump likes Vivek. If that turns out to mean this, I would love to see this, to be honest with you, because I think that whoever the vice president is, whoever Donald Trump chooses to be vice president needs to be someone who we want to be and trust to be president in the event that they need to be now more than ever. I've done entire segments on this. So whether that comes to pass, I don't know. I hope that Vivek has a, has a uh, strong contributing role to the Trump campaign in 2024 and that he can be a part of or a key, you know, have some sort of key role in the Trump administration. If not VP, then something high up. And, and I've brought up the fact before, bring him in as a special envoy. He can be the demolition man. He can come in and do what he says he wants to do. Abolish the FBI. Abolish the, the CDC. Abolish ATF. Abolish the Department of Education. And distribute their people into, because it's duplicitous, a lot of what's going on. These duties could be handled by other agencies. We have far too much bureaucracy. Get rid of 75% of it. Bring Vivek Ramiswamy in as a special envoy demolition man working at the right hand of Donald J. Trump. Not as necessarily as vice president, but working very closely with him and in coordination to dismantle the deep state. To continue and build upon and accomplish what was not done in Trump's first four years. It's important. It needs to be done. And I I think Trump would have a valuable ally and a strong leader and visionary by his side if he chose Vivek Ramaswamy to be a part of that program. This uh, This was Trump on Vivek. Check it out. I also want to congratulate Vivek because he did a hell of a job. He came from uh, zero and he's uh, got a big percent, probably 8%, almost 8%, and that's an amazing job. They all did. They're all very smart, very smart people, very capable people. Yeah. And... Then the rally. Trace, good afternoon. In just two hours, former President Donald Trump will hold his first rally here in New Hampshire in a month's time. You can see behind me. People were standing in line 
since uh, 5 o'clock this morning in the freezing weather and snow to see Donald J. Trump and Vivek Ramaswamy at the rally. Check this out. This is the line of folks who have been out here braving the snow since 5 o'clock this morning to see former President Trump after his landslide victory in Iowa last night. Now, those folks who are braving this 29-degree weather and 6 inches of snow are also going to see Vivek Ramaswamy share a stage with Trump for the first time, marking their first event together, I should say, since Vivek Ramaswamy uh, stepped down, dropped down, of the race and endorsed former president trump last night now the yeah crazy right things move quickly in politics man <laughs> it's uh, the, the the tables and the tides can turn very very quickly and in this case it, it's i think it's a good thing you know look but new hampshire is a weird state all right you have nikki haley is polling very well there and it's a weird state you don't know what they're going to do i mean think about it. there's people there who support uh chris christie they're just a weird political state. I don't know what's up with the Republican Party in New Hampshire, but it's not your typical Republican Party. They're uh, generally not super conservative. And uh, and you never know exactly what they're going to do, especially in the smaller, you know, straw type polls like a caucus where it's not the entire, uh, you know, electorate going out there and voting. So. So we saw how Vivek responded. We saw uh, Trump's response there. Um, here's how uh, Ron DeSantis responded to his uh, distant, far distant, light years distant second place finish to Donald Trump. Thank you. Thanks so much. They threw everything but the kitchen sink at us. All right, you're ready to hear a bunch of whining because this is what he's going to do is whine. And then he's going to blame the media for calling an obvious call uh, too early, even before some people voted. Uh, but here's here's your if if you elect Ron DeSantis, this is what you're going to get is the whiner in chief. And bobblehead. They threw everything but the kitchen sink at us. They spent almost $50 million attacking us. No one's faced that much all the way just through Iowa. They, the media was against us. They were writing our obituary months ago. They even called the election before people even got a chance to vote. But they were just so excited about the fact that they were predicting uh, that we wouldn't be able uh, to get our ticket punched here out of Iowa. But I can tell you, because of your support, in spite of all of that that they threw at us, everyone against us, we've got our ticket punched out of Iowa. Wah, 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 wah. Seriously. What a freaking whiner. That is not who you want to be your president. Um, he may be a good governor, and by all accounts, he is. But uh, you don't want this guy in the White House. <laughs> He'd be whining all around the world like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's uh, Anyway, he, in, there, in another speech, he went on to claim that uh, when I'm president, yeah, well, at least, at least he can do math a little bit better than Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley had this to say. Check it out. I can safely say tonight Iowa made this Republican primary a two-person race. What? Wait. 
She finished third. She, wait a minute. Let's go back here. Uh, just in case I'm wrong. All right, Trump over 50%, almost 51%. Uh, DeSantis, 21.3%, and Neocon Haley uh, behind him by about a half a point. And that's also how it finished. So, uh, wow, I'm missing something. But she came out and proclaimed that it's a two-person race. I can safely say this is now a two-person. She finished third. So not only is she a radical neocon globalist uniparty hack, she also can't do math. She's dumb. The Babylon Bee came out with a with a headline. It was funny. Uh, after losing uh, in Iowa, Nikki Haley orders bombing attack against Iowa or something like that. And the story was funny, man. What a fun publication that must be to work for. The, the Babylon Bee. Man. Um, CNN, like I said earlier, CNN, the mainstream media, man, they love these people. They love... They love Nikki. They love people that they can control that are part of the club, part of the system. Nikki Haley is definitely one of those. She is not an America first candidate. She is not a MAGA candidate. She is a deep state, uniparty, rhino globalist, neocon piece of shit. Okay? Let's get that straight. I mean, let's not not beat around the bush on this. We've already had enough bushes. We don't need a third one wearing women's clothes. See what I did there? That was just spur of the moment, man. That was all ad-lib. Okay. Uh, CNN had this to say about Nikki Haley. They're defending her. They love her. They think she has a great odds, great chances. That she's gaining momentum against Donald J. Trump. She's the only candidate that has surging numbers in Iowa or surging. New Hampshire. And the, the numbers in New Hampshire are, are not just closing a gap, but really approaching now Donald Trump. Uh, and at this rate, yeah, she has every opportunity to win here in New Hampshire. And that alone is just a, a, a such a big story, such a national reset um, on the assumptions and the expectation that Trump was just going to win every state and run away with it by double, you know, 20, 30 points. That's clearly not the case. The emperor has no clothes. Here. Um, and, you know, Chris Christie's still holding that 12 percent. Obviously, Chris can't win. There's no strategy beyond New Hampshire. There's no uh, a te- a chance for him to to overtake even even a second place. So all those Christie voters are now coming on board. I've, even just today, so many Christie voters coming and talking to us to say, look, so many, so many Christie voters, so many people are going for Nikki Haley. She has so much momentum. Oh, my God. I thought he was going to have to wipe his jeans off there for a minute. What a dipshit. <laughs> you know, I hope, you know, hey, just know how committed I am to uh, doing here what I do is that I, right now I should be watching live the the Trump rally where Vivek Ramaswamy is going to, I guess, uh, get some stage time as well. I should be watching that right now. But no, I'm recording this because I, I normally record at two o'clock and that's how I plan my day. That's, that's how I prepared this morning and 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 put put the show together. And, uh, and now I'm recording while the rally is happening. Who, who, what are they doing holding rallies at 5 p.m.? On a weekday on the East Coast, it's like football, man. They're like, screw the West Coast. We don't give a hell about them, man. We're just going to play our game or hold our rally at 5 p.m. And those people that are still at work during the day at 2 p.m. on the West Coast, screw them. <laughs> I, I I demand justice. I might go start rattling the White House fences. <laughs> 
like those freaking pro Hamas people. Uh, this dude had, uh, I mean, just some, this guy is, this guy is crazy. Um, this dude had some whacked out things to say about the, about the caucus and the results about Donald Trump and the end of the world if he becomes uh, president again and how it will be a tyranny and, and all of that. But check out what he has to say, man. This, this guy is a dipshit. Well, I think the, 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 again, the big picture takeaway from that, and I don't mean to be, again, too dark, as you said, on this, but it is not, if we are worried about the rise of authoritarianism in this country, we are worried about potential rise of fascism in this country. Oh, We're worried Rachel about Maddow. our democracy falling to an authoritarian like and potentially fascist form of government. The leader who is trying to do that is part of that equation. Mm-hmm. But people wanting that Correct. is a yeah. much mm-hmm. bigger part mm-hmm. of that That's equation. Right. And the American electorate is made up of two major parties. One of those parties has been flirting with extremism on the ultra-right for a very long time. They've brought them in in a way that they haven't been central to Republican electoral politics ever before. And I know because I've been studying this. But once you have radicalized one major party so that those are the preferences of the people who adhere to your party, the leader's interchangeable. Mm -hmm. And yes, Trumpism is sometimes what we call it. Mm -hmm. MAGA movement is probably a better way to do it. But there is an authoritarian Mm -hmm. movement inside Republican politics that isn't being bamboozled by Trump. Mm -hmm. They are pushing Trump to get more and more extreme because the more extreme things he says, the more they they adhere to him. And And that is coming from... uh, Yeah, extreme things like, oh, I don't know, how about ID for voting? Oh, or I don't know, let's stop uh, the invasion at our southwest border. Oh, so extreme. Uh, Oh, here's another extreme thing. We don't want to be at war. Let's bring our troops home. Oh, so extreme. Let's make sure that every vote is counted and that there is same-day voting. Man, that's an extreme That's an extreme idea. Hey, let's not kill freaking babies, okay? Let's not do that. That's pretty extreme. These are the extreme MAGA Republicans, the extreme Trump people. They hate Trump, and by extension, they hate you. You understand that, right? I hope you you, you get the level of seething and hate and, and the, the, the superiority that they think they have over us. They're smarter than us. They're more educated than us. They know better than we do. Sit down, shut up. That's their motto. And Joy Reid, <laughs> what is up with her hair? I, seriously, for somebody who has TDS as hard as she does, she sure tries to make herself look like Trump. New Hampshire, and I think to the point there. that you made, Steph, I mean, it, it's the elephant in the room. She's still a brown lady. That's got to try to win in a party. Look at that comb over. It looks, let's back up here. Right there. Look at that. (laughs) They start calling her Joy Joy Trump Reed. (laughs) She's got got the blonde, the, the, the fake blonde hair. She's got it combed over. She's got the whole Donald Trump look going on. Nikki Haley is a brown lady and yes, and, and the, the extreme MAGA people don't want her to win because we're racist. Check this out. Party that is deeply anti-immigrant and which accepts the notion that you can say immigrants are poisoning the blood of our country. She's they getting, are. 
you know, birthered by Donald Trump. Um, and I don't care how much the donor class likes her, which will yeah. ramp up a lot, the better yeah. she does in New yes. Hampshire. So it's still a challenge. I don't see how she becomes the nominee of that party with Donald Trump still around. I can't picture it happening. Maybe it could happen. Ron DeSantis' only argument for staying in it is he's the white guy that he can still make the appeal. These people, you know what? I am, I am sick and tired of privileged, rich, colored people who do not do not live in reality. They do not live in our orbit, okay? They do not live in the peasant's orbit. They are privileged, rich, whiny little people who live in their own little, rich, privileged, whiny little bubble telling me that I'm a racist. I don't know if you're tired of that, but I'm fucking tired of that. I'm tired of little bitches like her sitting up there on her pulpit, making her millions of freaking dollars, telling me that I'm a racist. Piss off. Ugh. Unbelievable. These people, these people need to just, uh, what, do they, what do these people need to do, Vivek? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> At a certain point. Just shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. You should just, uh, you should just shut the fuck up sometimes. God, these elitist bastards. And then MSNBC again, because they, they think they're still relevant for some reason. And they think they have the right to censor news. See, you know what a news organization does? You know what a, a journalist organization does is they report the news, whether they agree with it or not. They report current events, whether they agree with them or not. They put it out there and sure they could put their spin on it, but they put it out there and then the people can decide what they like and what they don't like. That's what a news outlet is supposed to do. That's what they used to do. That's what I grew up with them doing. But no, no, no. Now, as I said, they are smarter than you. They know more than you. They know what's best. Therefore, they must censor the information that you receive through their all-seeing eyes and their all-knowledgeable, omniscient ability to know what's best for America and what we should get information or not. And that's what MSNBC thinks. You don't believe me? Here's this. I just have to do a little bit no. of business just for a second. Um, at this point in the evening, the projected winner of the Iowa caucuses um, has just started giving his victory. This dude again, the projected winner. She can't even say Donald Trump. She can't even say the word. Do you understand how freaking totalitarian, communistic, Marxist this is? They don't fuck the Constitution and free speech and the First Amendment. She can't even say his name. The projected winner. I'm going to back up here. In the evening, the projected winner of the Iowa caucuses um, has just started giving his victory speech. Uh, we will keep an eye on that as it happens. Uh, we will let you know if there's any news made in that speech, if there's anything noteworthy, something substantive and important. Um, the reason I'm saying this is 
of course, there is a reason that we and other news organizations have generally stopped giving an unfiltered live platform to remarks by former President Trump. It is not out of spite. It is not a. Yes, it is. It's entirely out of spite. <laughs> is it your, your TDS? You you hate him. You hate America. You hate freedom. You hate the First Amendment. You hate free speech. And, and mostly because you hate yourself. See, they're only going to give you the information that they think you need to have. They'll filter it for you and decide what's best. Decision that we relish. It is a decision that we regularly revisit. Um, and honestly, earnestly, it is not an easy decision. But there is a cost to us as a news organization of knowingly broadcasting untrue things. Your job as a news organization is to broadcast current events and what is happening. It's not your job to decide what is true and what is not true, you piece of shit. Look at her. Him. Whatever it is. And, and, and all dramatic. Oh, this is not a decision we take lightly. And we, we talk about this all the time. And yeah. <laughs> Man, ah, make me puke. That is a fundamental truth of our business and who we are. And so his remarks tonight will not air here live. We will monitor them um, and let you know about any news that he makes. Stop. No, you won't. You won't let us know about any news that he makes because you're refusing to air what he's talking about. You're refusing to air the news. Therefore, you're not a news organization. It, it was funny. All right. It was funny as they throw this out as we as a upstanding news organization will not do this as if they're still relevant. As if they're still relevant. They're not. They're not real. MSNBC hasn't been relevant for years. Neither is CNN. They're speaking to their own base and that's it, man. Trump does not need MSNBC. He's bigger than MSNBC. He doesn't need the mainstream media. He, he's built something. They don't know how to handle it. They don't know how to address it. They don't know how to censor it. They don't know how to beat it without cheating. And so continue to cheat, they will. And the, the what we need to do in 2024, as, as we close out this show, and it's going to be a shorter show today, as we close this out, what we need to do this year in 2024 is we need to win by a margin that exceeds the cheating level because they are going to cheat. There will be election shenanigans that go on. There will be a ballot box stuffing. There will be mail-in voter fraud. That's a given. You can't stop it. Not under the current system. Not until we get same-day voting in person with ID required. But we got to work within the system that we have. We need to develop our ground game better so we can also do some of the same things. But more importantly, we need to win because the cheating margin is about 3%, and that's a lot. We need to win by more than that. So win by a larger margin than what the cheating margin is. That's what we need to do. And uh, anyway, uh, you know, Donald Trump, you're a rock star. Vivek Ramaswamy, you're a rock star too. But uh, it's like it's like comparing, oh, I don't know, uh, 
Eddie Van Halen to, you know, some lesser known guitarist or something. Nothing came off the top of my head. That was unscripted. I didn't have notes on that. I, I don't have notes really on this show at all. I have a few. These, this is my, these are my show notes for today. Just, just so you see this, I have this page and I have this page. Uh, most of it is up here. I, I do uh, it, it sometimes get a little more detailed in my notes. I have an outline basically that I follow. And then I just kind of talk about it because uh, the material that I know. Anyway, um, Vivek Ramaswamy, gracious. Donald Trump, gracious. Both of them are leaders. I hope that they can get on the same page together. I would love to see them work together throughout this campaign to help make America great again, to take back and 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 repair the destruction that the Biden regime and the extreme commie Democrats have done to this country. And uh, and, I, and I hope that happens. I, I really uh, want to see uh, people round the wagons and come together. Even if you don't, if you're a Republican conservative, and I see this, if you don't like Donald Trump, you know, hey, good. Do you like America? Because if you sit out the election just because you refuse to vote for Trump, it, it, not voting for Trump it is a vote for communism. Please try to look at it that way. It's critical. It's vital that we get out the vote, that we get every single person out there eligible to vote and get out there and vote for Donald Trump in the general after he secures the uh, the nomination, which are, the Republican nomination, which of course he's going to. Anyway, hey, uh, if you've just been listening on one of the uh, podcast channels or whatever, make sure to check me out on rumble.com slash the nun report. I am on all the socials at the nun report, except for Twitter uh, or X. God, I keep saying it's hard to get away from saying that after so many years. Um, but I'm also on X, except on X, it's not at the nun report. It's just at nun report because at the nun report got nuked uh, by the previous regime. And uh, just go to, or, you know, you could just go to my website. You can link into everything. One stop, one shop. That's easy. Probably the nunreport.com. Just go there. Just go there, man. All the links are there. All the recent episodes are there and you can just do that. Um, anyway, hey, thanks again for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever.